<laughs> okay. Yeah, quit. Oh, oh my god. Welcome back to the break room. It's the Monday after a holiday. We started the show and did the first 15 minutes of the show before we realized we weren't live. Okay? We have such good dialogue. Oh, it's gone forever. Um, no, we can redo it. We but, can redo but yeah, so everything you're about to hear <laughs> is well rehearsed, okay? Welcome back. Uh, coming up on today's episode, we've got a lot to talk about. Ant-Man gonna die? What? Question mark? <laughs> James Gunn uh, ruins uh, Jessica's a video right he after his release. He be stabbing on people. And I had a good theory, she and I, my video came and out, and then he came it's out. Still, it's still a good theory. We're gonna talk about it. <laughs> Bob Iger uh, did to Bob Chapik what... Uh, we did to the beginning of this episode. <laughs> uh, and what that means about uh, Disney Plus and the future of Marvel and Star Wars on Disney Plus. Uh, and then um, we've got some interesting stuff about Spider-Man 4. Potential next Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Um, but first, let's welcome our wonderful guests <laughs> who are well seasoned in their chairs by now. Speaking of seasoning, uh, Jay Washington's here. We've talked about it before. I think we'll get that reference though. <laughs> Again, hi uh, to y'all again for the first time or something like that. Uh, we talked about, hope your Thanksgiving was great. We found out Jessica don't use seasoning and she cooked chicken like the white ladies wait, on wait, Atlanta. Wait, 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 let me get my bit in. Let me get my bit in. I unhinged my jaw. I said this earlier about 10 minutes ago. I unhinged my jaw like a snake and I swallow a chicken whole. No seasonings. Yes. First of all, I didn't really catch that. I also just realized now this woman has an OnlyFans page after saying that. Jesus. <laughs> Jessica Clemens is here, uh, unhinging jaws, and John Cass is here, jaw firmly hinged. Ooh, she bitch. Okay, but uh, again, we gotta we gotta hop right into stuff real quick. We're so late. Uh, so if you're in Los Angeles or you're planning on being at LA Comic Con, we uh, New Rockstars the Break Room is going to be at LA Comic Con. Yeah. We're doing a live show Sunday, December fourth. That's this upcoming Sunday, ten thirty a.m. Uh, at LA Comic Con. Uh, uh, myself is going to be there. Jessica's going to be there. John's going to be there. Be Eric there. Voss is going to be there. Yep. Brandon Barrick, Tommy Bechtel, maybe a couple other folks you'll recognize from the expanded New Rockstars universe. Um, but swing by and say, hey, we'd love to see you. I'll be dressed up. Oh, Jessica's dressing up. She teased it earlier. Yeah, I missed it. <laughs> thank um, you for thank you for the retake. <laughs> uh, let's get into the headlines. Throw that graphic up. Forgot to do that last time. Hey, in an interview We're with Empire Magazine, director of Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, discussed how Kang in this movie is different than the Ant uh, in, in Loki. Right? He was like, King the Conqueror in our movie is a very different character. Reed goes on to say he's someone who has dominion over time. He's a warrior and a strategist. So, uh, I'll recap most of this article. He goes on to sort of say, like, it, it, in previous Ant-Man movies, the villains were, like, lesser, right? You've got Yellow Jacket, you've got Ghost. Shots fired. Shots fired at his yeah. own movies. <laughs> uh, Damn, yeah. But then he said, this is an opportunity to have Ant-Man face a, quote, all-timer antagonist. And some of the things that I was saying before, before this <laughs> episode choked. started... John's choked up. Before this episode started was like, you know... Um, you have to say what you said earlier. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. you got you to remember. Uh -huh. uh, we were talking when the first announcement came out for Quantumania. We were like, Ant-Man and Kang. Really? Yeah. Kang's in Kang, Kang is the next Thanos, yeah. we think. We've been told, right? Kang Dynasty, he's, he's the plan for the whole next phase. Yep. And they're going to introduce him in an Ant-Man movie. <clears throat> in an Ant-Man movie. Yeah. 
And you know, it's like Ant Man has got his like sort of own kind of corner of the MCU. Those films are a little lighter on tone. They're a little bit more fun. They're a little bit more funny. Um, and it was just like a weird thing. We we're all sitting there and like it feels weird that he's going to be introduced in an Ant Man movie. So what if? And I like where, you, I don't know if you want to, you should summarize no, no, no. the rest of the article before I say this. Sure, sure. Uh, the, the article then goes on to sort of like loosely imply that Scott Lang might not be long for the MCU. Um, we know from the trailer that was shown at D23, Kang says, you know, you're an Avenger, haven't killed you before. Uh, kind of implying that like, hey, it's definitely possible that Kang could kill these guys. So this article was really interesting. The very last line of it said something like, you know, Scott Lang may not be able to enjoy his quantum mania of solace, like a weird wordplay on quantum of solace and, and quantum mania, uh, basically implying that Scott Lang's going to die in this movie, right? Um, so. Well, and we were we were kind of just speculating in the, the pre-show that we thought was the actual show that, like, what a way to introduce a big bad. And, you know, every Marvel property has villains right, that come and go, every Disney Plus series, everything, but to establish, wow, this is a next level villain. Yeah. This is like a game changer. This is somebody that's gonna take a bunch of movies. All the Avengers are gonna have to come together to defeat them. Then by having Kang kill Scott Lang, The dude whose movie it is, more, yes. more specifically. Yeah. Kill the, the protagonist of the movie, not just, like it'd be a different story if we're saying kill Scott Lang in another film. Just kill Scott Lang in his movie in front of Cassie. Yeah. Because we know Cassie gets her suit and everything. Mm -hmm. So he, if Kane kills, uh, if Kane kills Scott Lang in front of Cassie, we don't get no more Scott Lang podcast, then he can step on the wasp. We all are just clapping, like I said, we'll have a bravo <laughs> moment. We all will agree. But it also lets you know, this is a dangerous Kang. Yes. And then there's still other variants of Kang that are dangerous. Yeah. What if he just gets taken into the quantum realm and he can't get back out? Yeah, they do a little switcheroo. Kang's stuck in mm -hmm. there now, and he's like, you're going to be stuck in there. Now, it it seems again. like, yeah, because we haven't perfected reaching into the quantum realm, clearly, because in the trailer we see Cassie like, just get sucked in, and no one ever really figured yeah. out if it actually works. Well, I, I do like, and I think there's definitely potential for something like that, where they can kind of retire Ant-Man, but still kind of, he's there I, if we need him. Uh, he came so Scott, late, so it's Scott like, podcast in the quantum realm? No they one's are listening but Bill Murray. It's, it's, so, really it's so quiet. Yeah, you have to, <laughs> you need a big amplifier. But um, I was going to say, like, again, not only does this establish Kang as like, wow, what a threat. He killed our beloved comedic hero, an OG Avenger, right? Like, it's been around for a while. Wow, this guy is legit. Especially Marvel doesn't kill, especially heroes, right? Like, right. we have yet to see right. that, really. I mean, they killed Tony a couple, Stark. right? Tony Stark Tony on screen, Black but Widow. A sacrifice. Black Widow, Black Gamora, Black, kind of, though Gamora Black didn't Widow's even count. Sacrifice. Yes. But they and, still died. <laughs> yeah, but they're sacrificed. Yeah. Like, we haven't seen anybody be murdered. It, yes. Like, I mean, that, can Gore you imagine, as a, a, as, as a fan, well, yeah, he, he, he killed <laughs> some, <laughs> he killed <laughs> some, <laughs> some randos, yeah. but like, can you imagine, as a fan, and we already know, Kang Dynasty, you know, we know Kang's going to be around for years at this point, before he's maybe, hopefully, eventually defeated or whatever, so like, wow, what a way to set the table like oh, you just killed ant-man and i'm not going to get revenge you know what i mean yeah. like we for can years ask, we know can i ask you a question i guess how important and this is a cold-hearted question mm. <laughs> i shouldn't ask it but i'm being it. brave right do now it. Do it. um if he died do you lose a lot of attachment uh, how close are you to ant-man because uh, that's why i don't think what 
I know you're joking. No, yes, you're joking. I would be really sad. I'd be sad if a lot of like Mantis died, if Drax died, but like because. Ant-Man in normal situations, no one gives a shit about, for lack of better words. This Ant-Man and Paul Rudd and what he's done, you've become attached yes. to. Yes. So you think the, m- I think the movie's and gonna... Like, I also say, well, sorry, just to answer your question there, Jessica, yeah. doesn't it feel like Marvel has been purposefully placing a lot of Ant-Man all over the place? Guardians Holiday Special, who's there in front of the Chinese theater? There's an Ant-Man yeah. character. Uh, Kamala Khan, right, listens to the podcast. podcast. They've been squeezing yeah. him in a lot because I think they want to remind us, like, Oh yeah, this guy has been around for a while, and he was in Civil War, I and he was in a you know. I took it as they're trying to get you to like him more. I thought yeah, I took it as like as a reminder, him. but it, it's not winning me over. Well, <laughs> and, and, and maybe you're right, and I do think like maybe that if this is going to happen, that's the job of Quantumania. to like get us, yeah, to, get us, you know, like and like him. to see him as a family man and like be invested in him again, you know. Uh, and to like kind of feel that he's important before maybe you're, ripping him away. And you're sure it won't be like Janet. It won't be hope. Let me lay down the breadcrumbs for why I think it's going to be okay. Scott, right? Okay, I like this. Okay. Um, in the Quantumania trailer, they sit there and they say, Scott now is a public figure, right? Mm-hmm. He's both a superhero and a celebrity. Um, not too many of those people exist in the MCU. We haven't seen, like, celebrity in the MCU to a degree, yeah. I don't think, right? Obviously, like, a lot of those characters had their had their face exposed. Tony Stark, obviously, I'm Iron Man. But, like, we don't we don't see the repercussions of that celebrity very often. He's a celebrity. Um, we also know that they're setting up some characters to be able to do things that Scott can do, right? Not only can Cassie's stature grow big and small, but, like, she also is creating quantum devices to get into the quantum realm. So if you need someone like that in Kang Dynasty, we have an option, right? I'll also say they're setting up a Fantastic Four movie to come out. And I think that if you kill Scott Lang in this movie... You can replace all of the science stuff that you need him to do with a real And he's type technically character. never been he's a science guy, science anyways, guy right? Hank right? is the science sure, guy, sure, but sure. yeah. But you know, they he was in the quantum realm <laughs> and collecting all these particles. You don't. He was in there for five years. You know, he might have learned a lot. I'm gonna assume. But here's one thing too. This would be the first movie he's actually fully happy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The first movie, he just gets he's out with of prison. His family. He, he just gets out yeah. of prison. He's trying to see his daughter. <laughs> the second movie, he's on house arrest yep. the whole time, dealing with all that. This one, he's a free dude living life. He has the woman he loves and his daughter. Scott Lang is actually happy in this movie. Yeah. So that that's the arc. Rather that's than the going arc. from like, I'm just getting out of prison, I'm unhappy and I'm kind of finding my journey. I'm finding my path by becoming a hero. Yep. Here he's starting out, things are going good, he's a hero. Is he? Journey into Darkness. I, yeah. like, I think it's Cassie's hero journey. So, I mean, that's oh, the only leeway I'll it's give her us. Hero, it's her, uh, what, well, I was so going to say. So he's her Obi-Wan I Kenobi. I was like, she has to die or Judy Greer has to die. But also she, hopes she, both of her parents are also still alive. So that's why yeah. I think it's more we're going to see Hank or Jane I want to see Hank try to grow and then have a heart attack. Like that would be. <laughs> Wait, in the suit? In the yeah. suit. And his dead he's body just falls out. He's at a golden yeah. corral. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, well, and, and I do think. I, I also think there's a chance a secondary <laughs> character, right? But yeah. again, if they. Not just. No, no shots at any of those characters, but like. Hope dying doesn't have quite the it same doesn't. impact. Right. As no. Like, an Avenger was and, killed, and right? Most importantly, right? This is 
the third movie in the trilogy, right? I know that Marvel isn't doing traditional three-movie arcs that often, although I would argue yeah. they did it sort of with Spider-Man and then hit the reset button. Mm. They've done it, obviously, Iron Man. Uh, with Iron I, Man. Oh, yeah. They did it Ooh, with... Uh, can, you really, can we really count Iron Man? I don't know. And then he had a bunch of Avengers movies. Uh, yeah, that's the what earlier years. Phase yeah. one and two. But, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is three definitely going to be the yes. end of yes. that, yes. that arc. So, like, and and Paul Rudd... 79 years old. Yeah. Okay. Looks, looks great. great. Looks great. Incredible. Looks great. But he can't do this. He's 187 years old. He can't do this forever. Right? Watch him just kill Cassie. And I'm going to be like, oh, But I, think, I don't think you kill stature because I think you're building. No, the, I get that. I was just like. No, I, don't, don't I, say Because I, I don't want to believe that. Because if they kill Cassie, I think. Kill, every, kill her. Because that would. That, again, that would shock people even more than killing yeah. Scott Lang. Because everything has been. The MCU has been setting up to build this next batch of Avengers from the kids. Like, you get Cassie, yeah, you yeah. got the twins, you got Kamala Khan, you're getting all the younger groups. If you kill Cassie out of nowhere, everybody's like, whoa! I'm the only one in the theater going, Why'd you recast her? <laughs> That's <laughs> well, the one. Someone has to die. Um, did they, they, the old Cassie, they had her do a screen test dying, and they're like, she doesn't <laughs> die good enough. We gotta get in. Get in Catherine Newton. She uh, can die. Well, since we were running a little late, uh, unfortunately, we cut this discussion off a yes. little early. I want to go through a couple more things we learned about Quantumania. First of all, David Dastmalchian, oh God, yep. uh, is coming back, but uh, no T.I., no Michael Pena. Of course ain't no T.I. coming back. T.I. is definitely not coming you can, back. You can Google that to Pena. find out why. To Pena. find out why. Pena's not going to come back. Um, now, Pena, we'll all miss that. I mean, he has, he has great bits in, in, uh, I wonder what in every movie where he the does the other that. guy's going to do, though. Just yeah, so just maybe he'll just be he there shows the up. He shows he's the cop. He's, he's the comedic relief. He shows yeah. up and he sees the quantum realm and he's gonna pawn it or something. And oh, then the, it's a race against good. both times. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's a, a pretty one. good plot point. Um, and then in an interview with the Hollywood Reporter, the separate interview, Jonathan Majors was uh, talking about a bunch of the films he was doing, and he says, "No spoilers here, but there are so many variants of him." And with the powers that are the MCU, he's talking about like the people who work at, at Marvel. That intelligentsia and that brain trust there, they're really working to use IP to the best of its ability, and it's extremely humbling that they picked me to step into that. So I'm honored to do it, and I'm always excited to see what we're doing. And I just wanted to bring that up because I don't think it had been confirmed yet that we were going to see multiple Kang variants in this particular movie. When do you think that's not really... We're going to see multiple Kang variants eventually. I don't think so. You don't I, don't think think, so. I don't think we get that because it seems like... It's, the belief is, and I'm sorry, I'll make this real quick. The belief is, is we're going to start getting him in every movie almost. Because now again, mm. various variants. I don't think he pops up that much. I think he pops up just a little bit more than Thanos did. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, we got the first Thanos at the end of Avengers. And then Guardians of the Galaxy was like, oh, he's here for real. And then so you start having that. But I think we just get a little bit more. I don't think he's every single movie. Because then it's like, what is he doing? Yeah. Dancing. Well, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about one very unlikely place that Kang might appear uh, in the MCU later. But first, I think we wanted to thank some of our friends over at Epic Hero Shop. Yeah, so um, our friends at Epic Hero who make uh, fun merch, including like uh, this shirt that I'm wearing, or the shirts. No, not that shirt. Like Arrowhead. I like that shirt. Yes, I've been villain. We'll get you one of those. We'll talk about it after the show. They're making this. They have this new thing. They're calling it a con vest, and con is in convention. And it's a it's a vest. They 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 think like hey, you can wear this all the time, but specifically maybe you wear it to a convention, maybe you wear it to a Star Wars Celebration, WonderCon, wherever you want to go. Um, it's got some fun details on it. Like there there are little words, text here written at the top. Some of this is Orabesh from Star Wars. Some of this is Wakandan. 
Some of this is um, the language of the elves from Lord of the Rings, oh. Cimarron, or something like sure. that. Uh, yeah, but all these fun little details. It looks kind of plain, Zach. Well, that's because it's customizable up Ooh. to your own specifications. Ooh, set them up. Maybe you want to put some fun pins in here. They also sell these pins. They got like a Loki Gator pin, a fun one that says Sorcerer in the Supreme font. Don't sue them. Um, uh, you know, a Black Panther one. And you can even get a new Rockstars pin. Maybe you put on a patch. Like, these are some of the patches they have. Boom, boom, boom. We, this week, we're going to be customizing this particular vest with pins and patches, a la the break room, and even have break room hosts are going to sign it somewhere. And then we're going to do a giveaway for this exact uh, vest. Go to that uh, URL that's on the screen right now and will also be in the description of this video. Um, Convest contest. Yeah, and you can Convest um, contest. contest. You can throw your email in there and you can enter to win that bad boy. Um, again, we'd love to give it away. And that way, maybe uh, you won't get it in time for LA Comic Con this year, but maybe at San Diego <laughs> Comic Con next year, which we'll also be at, we'll spot you in you this go. and give you a super sick high five. That high five was sick. 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 And then we also want to thank our good friends at Athletic Greens. While you're doing that, I'll start talking about AG1. Yes. It's the holidays, right? And most of us aren't eating great. I know I have finished the leftovers from Thanksgiving, so that tells you how my uh, week of eating has been. Uh, over the last few weeks, my main food groups have been mashed potatoes and stuffing. Well, we need some help, really, because my arteries are clogged. Uh, and that's where AG1 is coming in. Love uh, the Hey. You know, I didn't have I, the salad's still in the fridge. Nobody, thank you, thank you for being honest, John. Nobody is John. pushing aside the mashed potatoes and gravy or the pumpkin pie to reach for the salad. Nope. Nobody is. Nope. Nobody is. Nope. John's a but, but it, still enjoy your leftovers and Five then days one later. scoop because one scoop a day in a glass of water and you're covered for your vitamins and nutrient needs. You're investing in an all-in-one nutrition insurance for less than the price of a latte. Okay. Uh, if so, if you're saving a little bit of money after spending a ton on Thanksgiving food, like I did, Jesus Christ, Thanksgiving is expensive. The, the cheese boards at this table, Ooh. okay? You should you should see the uh, the charcuterie budget uh, that some of these people are throwing I down. I love it. Speaking of which, this is dairy free. It's also keto. Uh, it's paleo. It's vegan, and of course, it's gluten free as well. Um, so, but. The cool thing, too, is that your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D. I got to tell you, when I had my last physical, my doctor was like, the one supplement that you should be taking every single day is vitamin D. Really? I was like, couldn't I just go out in the sun more? And he was like, well, then you're going to like ruin your skin and yeah. get melanoma and all that kind of stuff. So vitamin D is super important. Uh, we need these things in the winter months when we don't get as much sunlight. Really good mm. for you. So reclaim your health and mm. arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition and to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to offer you one free supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five mm. free travel packs, which are super mm. convenient. Yes. I think some of us just keep Amen. in our car if we're, like, running late and we just need to put something in our body. Mm. Um, so all you have to do, visit athleticgreens.com slash break room. Mm. Super easy to remember. Uh, again, that's athleticgreens.com slash break room to take ownership mm. of your health mm. and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition. Thank you to Athletic Greens. I have a question. Yeah, yeah. Yes. How can the sun kill you, basically? It's supposed to help you at the same time. That's sad. Isn't that messed up? Like, the light of God. What's the Come ultimate on. villain, the sun? The sun. Yeah, that's right. The sun. And the ultimate it's, hero. You guys want to yeah. know who I the real the ultimate villain is? Oh. It's James Gunn. And let me tell you why. <laughs> oh. I'm so mad at him. I'm so mad. Okay, either way. He's probably watching this. 
James, and I hope you are because come on the show, James. You, I oh, let's box. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> DC, if you come on the show. <laughs> yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy's uh, holiday special drops, and we are going to be spoiling it like right now. So just as a, I'll give you like three seconds. Like, there it is. Okay. So the story focuses on Christmas, yes, but after Thanos' attack, uh, nowhere they brought it back from. They bought it back from the collector. It was a burnt out husk, and they've been rebuilding it ever since, I guess. And it looks perfect. It's great. I'm very happy about it. If you hear my tone, it's only because I'm mad about this one part. <laughs> James Gunn took to Twitter in the humblest of ways and shot down my nebulous stealing Bucky's arm theories. So he didn't go directly for me. He just said to. He responded to someone saying. Um, she had tore it off his body because she was overwhelmed with Christmas spirit. That for was the, James Gunn's James answer. Gunn said that. For the that. viewers at home who maybe haven't seen your video yet, what was your theory? My theory, it's fake. It's not a real what arm. What was it, though? It's not a, it's a replica. She made it, okay. right? Oh, I, it's fake. Yeah, it's not a real arm. I think she made it because this person is, a, she makes her own parts. She's yeah. been rebuilt by mechanical pieces all the time. Um, I There's a million ways this could go, but I genuinely am like, there's no way she went to Earth where they just came up with the idea of Christmas and gift giving and stole <laughs> Bucky's arm. But we don't know what she was doing while Mantis and Drax were out here. In two Dish. hours? Yes, they no, were no, destroying also, Beverly Hills. Okay, so then show me the ship. Show me the ship and the ship that can pinpoint where Bucky is on the planet. Oh, yeah, because we don't know. We don't know. And it makes... See, James Gunn, this is the kind of violence you can expect. I didn't sign up for black on black crime. I did not. I write this. Actually, it's in your it's in your writing. I write this my but but you know he did write it. He did direct it. He can say whatever he wants, and we, as the people that we are in New Rockstars, have to go off of it. This is really important, right? Do we, as New Rockstars and fans of Marvel, right? We're fans first. Is this canon? Is James Gunn's Dude, Twitter canon? The thing is, Twitter you know is he makes a canon. Well. He yeah, exactly. He makes a canon, but he will tell you that once he says, "Yo, this is what it is." Yeah. We unfortunately, like you just said, we have yeah. no choice but to accept and it. And he can do it because he's leaving. He's already at, his other thing is in post. He's genuinely leaving. He's like, "This is whoever's this going next, to the next person." Yes. Well, and I do love it. We know we're getting more Bucky in the future. He's yeah. on that Thunderbolts poster, and he's on the Thunderbolts poster with, with the arm. arm. But it's a different. It arm. could be a different. Arm. A different arm? Yes, you did a good I job did a of pointing, video out. pointing yeah. out the exact bicep uh, parts, and the light off of it reflects completely differently. And I used the arm that he went to like the party part in Falcon and Winter Soldier that has a bunch of different lights bouncing off of it. Completely different. It, mm. it, it, it's a different. It's a different finish. It's mm. a different like. Yeah, and, and you know, we saw we saw him receive the arm from the Wakandans yes. originally, and we saw we saw Ido do, do the, the, do the, the whole fun, went, yes. do the kill Bill but, to his arm, like. Bah, 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 but but we go, don't know. Go, go, we don't it. know. Somewhere back in whatever apartment Bucky has, right? If he doesn't have a closet full of arm options, <laughs> that's right. No, and those are the things. Oh, that's what I'm saying. What you but, can't. You think the Wakandans are like here's an arm? No, we arm don't know. We don't know that this arm is vibranium. I first did of say, all. I did, I did mention maybe it could be something from Hydra that was either stolen or taken because it's they're basically like people that just through the galaxy you'll meet different versions of anything. Mm. So there's probably someone that stole it from Hydra and is in space, and the Nebula has taken it off of them. I was like, that is the only other. There's a lot of theories, and but we're gonna have to start making them because what James Gunn says it is. I just want to see a closet. He opens up and hang it up. It's just different arms. All of of Kevin Feige's hats and all of Bucky Barnes's arms. Also, um, there needs to be a situation um, where Bucky and Nebula do actually 
communicate. Because I'm like, you guys both yeah. are sharing the same situation. You guys can talk. You can be like, this is what I do for my arm. This is what you do for your arm. Yeah. Um, and, and we and know, Bucky. Do you think there was like a little white elephant gift exchange where uh, Nebula gave him? Yeah, what <laughs> he does? didn't rip off the arm. <laughs> Nebula <laughs> gave him an arm. Two, and he two gave things. The last time we saw Bucky, he was a little unlucky in love. He was struggling to sure. date a little you bit. Think? You could think? Could that be? You could think? that be? I love you. For I mean, maybe this. like he's a little part robot. She's a lot of part robot. Hey, maybe. You know, maybe. He, he wanted a woman, of, it with and he wanted a woman of color, so he could get a blue one. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we also met Cosmo. <laughs> we also met what? Cosmo. Jay, you. I can't. I can't put you right now. <laughs> we also met Jay's Cosmo. Jay's going to be back on the show tomorrow. No, he's not. Not, not if I had to uh, We also met Cosmo the dog, who James Gunn said is based off of Laika, the Soviet space dog who died in orbit in 57. But clearly up. this one didn't. This one didn't. This yeah. one didn't. So we'll just live off this. He says, going back to the original source material. Uh, and also, Whitney will be doing a breakdown on Cosmo the dog uh, on Sun that will premiere on our channel on Sunday. So I won't oh, get nice. too much into it. But uh, we'll see him deliver a lot more rat treats. Gunn also goes into the um, it goes into how the holiday special sets up Volume Three. He says, "I also think it was kind of necessary because you know I'm actually working in a lot of mythology that's going to be important in Volume Three. The fact that we had Cosmo the dog, the fact that they have this amazing spaceship called the Bowie that's four stories tall in real life. They've brought no they bought nowhere from the Collector. That's their home base now. All of these things are important to Volume Three." You think they're going to destroy Did nowhere? anybody know that the collector owned nowhere? I didn't realize I didn't that. That was the thing that shocked me. Well, okay. So, uh, I think it, it and it crosses it crosses so often. I'm like, was this in the comics or was it in the first Guardians? But it is like he mined it. So that yeah, makes sense yeah. that he was oh, the first one there and took it. Okay. Um, but I didn't know that he could just sell it. <laughs> Would you like to buy this head? Magnificent, magnificent. I love that he was like, this museum is no longer in existence before I have no purpose here. Yeah. Yes, take my husk. Do you <laughs> think, well, how many other head planets might he own? Who knows? Right? Sure. Who knows? Do you think they're going to destroy nowhere? Ooh. Huh. It's their home base, unless that's how Ooh, they retire. What they if Arisham destroys nowhere? Oh, <gasps> yeah. Head back. It's the it's the head of a celestial. Yeah, I, I mean, you you make up a good point, right? We can kind of understand how Cosmo is going to play into Volume Three with you know Rocket trying to figure out like where he comes from and the whole like you know the high evolutionary stuff. But having another talking animal is certainly going to be helpful for that. We can kind of figure out like, oh, okay, they need a new ship. It's called the Bowie. That makes sense to me. Moving on from that, but this whole like this is their home base. They bought they've never, from the they've never needed a home base. No, before. why would they? Right. Like, and and that's James true. Gunn on Twitter also said like. Uh, in between movies, they've been doing sort of like odd jobs as like mercenaries. They've been doing Guardians of the Galaxy type shit. A Ravager type yes, stuff too. Ravager yeah, yeah, type yeah. stuff. Do you uh, keep going. So, so, you know, maybe that's their, their home base. They like finish a mission, they come home. But like, I love how that. does that play into Volume 3? They were doing that at the beginning of Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. when they were, had to defeat the monster, but then they stole, Rocket stole the batteries. So they right. always have been right. doing those little right. missions Absolutely. and stuff. So that's not, but it, like you said, to have a stabilized base, like, yo, this, if you want it's, the Guardians, go It's ahead. also too dangerous for them because they make enemies along the way all the time in all their movies and then you're going to have a home base? Yeah, I don't like, know. Like, uh, easy to find one? <laughs> Maybe it's not easy. Also, but. can we talk about the fact that Drax has had way too much sodium in this special? Let oh, him give him a break. Let him. It's Thanksgiving. Big weekend for Dave Batista, also <laughs> in Glass Onion, that John and I really yes. enjoyed. But um, I enjoyed it. Check that out. Uh, Jessica, Jessica is going to have a video coming out about Glass Onion very soon. I love Jessica. Um, tweet, tweet. Yes, tweet, and tweet. and for folks that didn't catch it, I think it's already out of the theaters. 
Uh, just this it was weekend, doing a right? week, so oh, I think okay. you might still have, you have a couple weekend. days, and then everybody will get saying. to watch it on Netflix next month. So if you don't, if you didn't see it, save Jessica's here's, video for here's, later. Here's how I feel about this: <laughs> go see it in the theater if you can. Right? It was so we were talking. It was so fun to see. If you're coming back from a spoiler, we're talking about Knives Out, Glass Onion. It was so fun to see this movie in a theater where like. I had maybe picked up on things before some other people did, and then, like, the people next to me had, like, oh, they had put the pieces together, or someone in the front row, like, gasped on a line, and that made me go, like, wait, what did that mean? It's so fun to see the movie in the theater. And then, when it's on Netflix, you're going to want to re-watch it, because it does the whole, like, you know, murder mystery Yeah, and you can watch it with your mom, or your cousin, or whatever, on Netflix. There's two lines in the movie where I still don't know what the words mean. (laughs) (laughs) They made a point to talk about it. Super fun. Especially, hey, if you've already seen Wakanda Forever twice... You got your Avatar Way of the Water tickets. <laughs> you need something in between. Go go see uh, Glass Onion. Okay. But speaking of uh, streaming and the future of streaming. Oh, no. So God. since we last had a break room episode, shit has hit the fan over at Disney HQ. Okay. Bob Chapik, who had been the CEO of Disney for the last two years, boom, gets fired and replaced by the guy that he replaced, Bob Iger. Okay, Bob Iger, and if, if you don't follow the kind of the back of the house machinations of big media companies, right? He, longtime head of Disney, he's the guy that bought Marvel. He's the guy that bought Lucasfilm. He's the guy, I think, that technically bought Pixar. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, like, yep. he built Fox. He, Fox. He's the yep. guy that launched Disney+. Plus. He's the guy that kind of built the monster that is Disney and then had the smarts to get out right before the pandemic hit. What did you know? Quite literally, I saw an article that was, he because, you know, we started first hearing news about the pandemic in like January. And I think I saw an article when Chapek was fired that like Iger was like, I might want to get out before this pandemic thing happens. And, and, you know, and this news has impacts obviously on parks and stockholders, blah, 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 blah. We don't care about that. We care about our babies. (laughs) Marvel and Star Wars especially, mm-hmm. okay? And even more specifically, he he had a kind of his first day officially on the job. Today he did a town hall meeting just for all Disney employees. And of course, he got out to the press all the things that he said. Um, and he dropped one line that's very intriguing to us. He talked about work from home and politics and all this other kind of stuff. But one line specifically about their streaming strategy. And a reminder, obviously they own Disney Plus. They also own ESPN Plus and Hulu. Hulu. Hulu, Yes, but he said that their strategy going forward for streaming is to look towards profitability instead of chasing subscriber growth. Now, I I want to ads. Yes. No, no. So, well, we're gonna we're gonna pull this apart because I think there's a lot of different ways to interpret this. And John and I were just talking about this. Bob Iger is a very smart man. He would have only come back if he had a very specific plan for Disney. And so there's a lot to this sentence that we will probably find out over the next months, years, whatever. But we're going to try to speculate and guess what it means right now. So quick background. Um, Disney, all of their streaming stuff is currently losing a bunch of money. That was the plan that they were going to lose money for years until they'll just spend a ton on Marvel shows and Star Wars shows shows and all this other kind of stuff. Uh, Sell people very cheap subscriptions, get them on board. Then over time raise the rates, whatever, and it will become profitable. Well, that has not happened, and it's actually going a little slower than they'd originally thought. It's actually losing more money than they hoped it would lose, yada, yada, yada. So as part of that, and this is part of the reason Bob Chapek got fired, part of that they are, they're about to raise the rates. Yep. Normal mm-hmm. Disney Plus is going to go from 8 bucks to 11 bucks. You can stay at 8 bucks if you take ads on your Disney Plus, as Jay was just mentioning. Um, they're doing some other stuff behind the scenes, but... It's interesting what he said. They're not going to chase subscriber growth. 
You gotta focus on profitability. These are kind of similar words to what J David Zaslav has been saying at Warner Discovery behind HBO Max, right? There's a big reason why they canceled all the HBO Max DC stuff is because they were like, oh, well that's spending a ton of money in the hopes of getting new subscribers. Instead, let's keep the subscribers we have and just farm them for more cash, whatever, okay? We don't know if that's exactly what Iger is thinking here. I will say, when you look up all the data that's out there on Disney Plus shows, specifically the Marvel and the Star Wars shows, those shows actually do not attract a lot of new subscribers. Yeah. Wait, They what? do a great job mm. of what? keeping subscribers, yeah. right? And they are the most popular streamed shows in the world when Loki drops or Mandalorian or whatever, right? They become the number one shows in the world. Oh. But not a lot of people are signing up for the service just to watch those because when you think about it, Every Marvel fan is already Yeah, it's just Marvel. Yeah, there's there. no Do you think there's a single Marvel fan that's like I'm a diehard Marvel fan? I waited to miss Marvel to sign up for Disney Plus. Do they no, have No, of course not. Right? Do they have Disney Plus shows that aren't Marvel and Star Wars that like do we know of any? So, yes. Willow coming out. Oh, Willow. Yeah, there, there's some stuff like that. And actually, do you know what? That's I think that's today only one. high school musical the musical. There's only yeah, so much little small do, stuff. Do you know what is the number one um, new subscriber getter? I think still of all time for Disney Plus. Hamilton the music. It was, it was yes. for me. But you know why? People couldn't get tickets. That's right. Mm -hmm. And and you know, that Supply was early. Yep. It was early enough in Disney Plus. That was. You know, it was special. I think that also got think about it. Again, if you're That's a hardcore insane. Star Wars or Marvel fan, you've been a subscriber from the jump. But that was for like the moms, right? Or the like uh your your cousin that doesn't watch any of this stuff, but he would sign up to watch Hamilton. So all that is to say That's so insane. If you interpret it that way, that that Marvel and Disney shows or I'm sorry, Marvel and Star Wars shows do not get new subscribers, but they keep subscribers. That actually is a key to profitability. Yeah, absolutely. That is something where it's not driving new subscriber growth, but it is very profitable because you want people to stay subscribed for mm -hmm. the long run. Um, now, you could also flip that. Profitability, right? There's two parts of profit. Money coming in, money going out. They could try to lower the costs of the shows they're making. And obviously, Star Wars shows and Marvel shows are very expensive. Oh Zach, right? I love economics, Zach. I know. I, 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 this is insane. I, I nerd out on this stuff, right? And so, like, you could see a world, John and I were kind of talking about this, right? They want to keep every Marvel and Star Wars fan, right? They, they need to find new fans of stuff, of other stuff, but they want to keep all of us. What is the minimum amount of Marvel and Star Wars stuff that would keep you a Disney Plus subscriber? Two shows a year? Well, quite honestly, you go to Disney Plus. I watched. I, I I wanted to watch Into the Spider Verse a couple days ago. I wanted to watch No Way Home a couple days ago. Those are Sony movies. They're not on Disney Plus. They're on Amazon. I think, but right? yeah. you, I'm going to Disney Plus to watch show, movies and shows that I've already seen and loved. Right? Mm -hmm. Their catalog is also a huge part mm -hmm. of keeping their subscribers, especially for families who like, like yeah, animated it's stuff, easy the Pixar when stuff. I'm like yes. watching my nephew. I turn it on. It's yeah. the, and also I'm a Disney adult, so I'm wondering. Hell yeah, right? <laughs> you know, get, give them Coco for, uh, for the 50th time or whatever, right? Yeah. But, like, if they're looking to lower costs, mm -hmm. maybe they lean into that even more. And again, they'll, they'll keep all the family. You got Beauty and the Beast and Lion King morning. and Aladdin's on there. So everybody with a nine-year-old kid is going to stay subscribed forever. So let right? me ask you this. So I, This is something I heard from, I was looking through Facebook, and some people said they didn't go see Wakanda forever in the, in the theaters because yeah. they know in less than about 45 days, mm. especially with Way of the Water coming out, it's going to hit Disney Plus. Yeah. So now you have people, again, Disney has figured out how to cut down sharing passwords because now it's like all four of you can't be too much longer on one account. So Disney has to figure that way of like people are now not going to go to theaters. They're going to stay to, 
Disney Plus, they're not going to go back to doing what they were doing in the pandemic. It's like, hey, here's a twenty nine ninety nine release that you can watch because Black Widow didn't work out for them. Yes. Yeah, yeah and, and the pandemic has shifted a lot of things, right? Like, uh, I think... There's a, po- a pessimistic and an optimistic way to look at this. Let's go optimistic first, because like we're we're positive here at New Rockstars, right? We love this stuff. Positive is, again, one way that like the head of of Warner Brothers has talked about it, and kind of this was hinted at when they made the choice to move Armor Wars from being a series to being a theatrical yeah. release. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is Disney being like, hey, instead of spending 150 million dollars to make Falcon and Winter Soldier, let's spend 300 and make Captain America New World Order instead and have a big theatrical release. We'll make a billion dollars at the box office mm. and people will still come to Disney Plus yeah. to watch it 45 days later. So maybe we're looking at a world where we see a lot more Marvel and Star Wars in theater. I mean, Star Wars especially, we haven't had a theatrical release in no. three years. No, and I don't think there's anything on And the there's nothing right on the now, slate. Right? So maybe instead of you know, more Mandalorians out Dude. the wazoo, we're going to see more so, stuff in theaters. Now let's go, let's go economical with that. You got the same company where it's going to drop these different blockbusters from different genres, whether it be Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar, Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Now you got to space it out even more because yes, all the money comes collectively to the same place, but you want them all to make their own revenue total. So how do you do that? Then, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you get people, you're using that money with the box office for, like, because you know, again, 45 days later. So you have one movie, 45 days, it goes to D+. Then here's another movie, big movie in the theaters, 45 days, here's another big, is that how you do it? How you would think they would do it? And, and like, I I think so. That's going to be maybe a part of their strategy. Because, again, it's hard to argue with, I think Wakanda Forever's already made $700 million at the box office in two weeks, right? It's hard to argue, even for a huge company like Disney, dropping a billion dollars from Wakanda Forever has a huge impact on them, right? So I think that that is part of it. I also think there's a world where, like we were talking about this, maybe the specific kinds of Marvel and Star Wars properties that they develop for Disney Plus, right, are like ones that keep the fans engaged, but maybe cost a little less. So is that well, like we have now? Yeah. Well, but maybe I mean Loki felt expensive. Yes. It right. Yes. Like so maybe we get a little bit more Guardians Holiday Special, a little again, less first six episodes well, like of you Loki. Said, those are the first ones. Yeah. Those are the ones out the gate that were really expensive. You know, now you know better. Yeah. So now you're like, we don't need to do this. And sorry to cut you up, but like you were just saying, Guardian Special, you already are filming the movie. You already got everybody here. It doesn't really go outside of your budget anymore. Because yeah. everybody's here that you need. So now you just say, let's do this offshoot. Yeah. And you start you're, doing You're adding that. 15 days to the... You, that's it. Yes. So A couple million days bucks. Of you yeah. know you're an adult watching this when you're eating this up. I, <laughs> I, 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 I can and, listen to this forever. More, more food for this conversation, Ray. Disney Plus is only second to Netflix when it comes to number of Second yeah. to Netflix? Yep. Oh, only because they have... Yeah, because they have and, every, now, right? and, and that is a big... It is a big gap. Netflix has more everything. than double the subscribers of that's Disney Plus. And a big chunk of the Disney Plus subscribers are people in India that subscribed for Cricket. Star. Uh, yeah, it's called Star in India, and they pay like 99 cents a month. So it is like, though it has a big number of subscribers, it doesn't have that much revenue. But when you talk about, he's saying, we're not focused on gaining more subscribers, we're focused on revenue, yes. right? Mm. You have the subscribers already there. It's so much harder to convert someone who isn't already paying than mm. it is to lose a subscriber. Yeah, they just right? want to keep. I, I, it's like, I have seven subscriptions to shit that I... I have a Squarespace subscription. Great sponsor. I don't have a website right now. Um, you know? <laughs> so it's like, 
So Disney wants to keep the subscribers that they have. They are going to do, well, this sounds mean and this is the negative side right this is the this is the this is the pessimist i'm glad that you're pick, you're pivoting into pessimism this is the here. pessimist approach sorry patty um <laughs> they could do the minimum of a possible to keep their subscribers right that could be their strategy yeah. in mm-hmm. the future uh i don't think that that's a winning strategy what because you're yes. just gonna burn people and like i think mm-hmm. Iger's coming into this company saying chapik already burned the goodwill of our fans so yeah. he doesn't uh, want a lot do of the that. park stuff but that yeah. is something yeah. that they could do well and 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 just real quick 2023 we're saying 2023 is probably untouched because yeah. Coven of Chaos, which is the last series that we're expecting in 2023, is already in production. Yep. So they're not oh, going to cancel. Echo is is already done. Uh, Ironheart's already done. Loki. Um, Loki season two is in, in the works. What if, X-Men 97, all that stuff, they're already in the middle of it. So they're not going to cancel or change any of that stuff dramatically. But 2024, we might see an impact. Vision Quest. Um, what are the Wonder other Man. Se- Wonder Man. Uh, maybe a Ten Ring series. What if you those know? two get fused together? Yeah, yeah, we don't know. Or maybe some of these, again, get pivoted to a special presentation. Yeah. Where instead of six episodes, we get kind of one. Maybe some of them, they're like, actually, we might be able to make some more money at the box office here. Yeah. Let's release this to theaters because we think theaters are going to bounce back by then. COVID will be a thing of the past. We don't know. Um, so, Insane. anyways, Insane. I bet, let's keep an eye on, the next time we see Kevin Feige making a big announcement, maybe it's at... Comic-Con, maybe it's at whatever, right? Let's see how many Disney Plus series Because next year, 2023, is the best Disney Plus year ever. If you're thinking about, I wanna, also real quick, is anybody watching this show not a Disney Plus subscriber? And what would it take to get you there? I kinda, or are you the kind of person that's like, oh, the second Andor's over, I'm out? Or the second She-Hulk ends, I unsubscribe and I'm gonna wait till Secret Invasion comes back to subscribe? But that is part of their model, right, is to say, Oh, hey, you know, uh, Thor Love and Thunder dropped in August, uh, and or started in September and kept you until uh, November. You know, mm-hmm. it's like part of their strategy is to mm-hmm. trickle things from their theatrical 100%. and from their Disney There's concert. always something. There's wow. every yes. month they want to. Yeah, because remember at the out. beginning, what was the very first thing, the very first two things we were focused on with Disney Plus? WandaVision. Mandalorian. A- both. <laughs> yeah. Both. Back to back. Yeah. When Mandalorian was done, a lot of people canceled their subscriptions because there was nothing coming. Yeah. That is why we got this whole influx of we need all this D plus content. So yeah, now we get it all. And again, like you said, if it's not bringing in new subscribers and bringing in revenue, more so more certain so subscribers, mm-hmm. it's like, what are we doing? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And really? oh no, I'm, you, if you have a final thought, I was gonna move on. No, the face. What? No, we're talking about this. Watch this show. I this could is gonna, listen to that. This could be a separate podcast. We love this stuff because love it has it. real world implications uh-huh. of like. The, the content we love, like what form is that going to take? The volume mm-hmm. of it? Just the last thing. 2023 is going to be awesome for Disney+. Yes. Plus. Bob Iger will not change that. We have the most series, the most Marvel series, and the most Star Wars series next year, right? In addition to three cool movies that we're excited about. And maybe, we, we don't even know about special presentations. They haven't announced any of those yet. Right. They'll probably have some of those. So it's like, it's going to be a great year. 2024. We don't know. We'll see. We don't know. We'll, we'll see. see. Speaking of things that are coming in 2024, we hope we'll see. Hey, Vincent D'Onofrio is doing a little, uh, maybe like a con, a con type of thing. Uh, and he was talking about uh, his future as Kingpin in the MCU. Can we roll that clip real fast? My question to you is, as Kingpin, who would you love to interact or fight in the current MCU? Oh, you got a lot of good ones to choose from. 
I mean, there's only one really end goal, you know, and I think somebody just said who that would be. Yeah. Someone who, wait, wait, wait. Who, who was that? Someone yelled Spider-Man yeah. from the audience yeah. if you missed it. Um, Jay, you wanted to talk about this a little bit because yes. there have been some rumors that both Marvel and Sony have signed a new deal for Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies and... They're getting close to being in pre-pro. Sounds like they're wow. getting... There's a, script, there's a script possibly done. So that means when No Way Home was happening, everything was already working for the next movie because they knew... How it was going to end. Peter was going to have his life. Now he has to do everything over. How everything's going to be. Now we don't know what his life is. We don't know who signed on either. Remember, you've had uh, mm-hmm. Jacob Batalon keep making these. Rep- mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be here. I don't know. Zendaya's just saying nothing. We know they have to be here for this. If this is the last. I mean, they don't have to be in the whole movie. Yeah. They could be in the first half or the back half. Yeah, they could be at MIT. They could just someone. be at, that's what I said, just be at MIT. <laughs> with someone. With each other. And so <laughs> <laughs> Huh? Riri's gonna be too busy. I'm not gonna say Okay. With Riri Williams. The black woman beats me. But yeah, so like you can have so it's said to be in pre production, so pretty soon with more than likely Fan Fan Expo in Brazil. Oh. They may make an announcement about it. Now that's a an announcement or a leak. An ama- <laughs> oh yeah, a leak. Because you know how stuff leaks. leaks. You know, so I, I think we we are getting that because again, I would rather see more info on what's going on with that than a Doctor Strange three right now. Oh, absolutely. Yes, you gave me Charlize Theron as Cleo. Oh, uh, clear. Okay, fine. Whatever. I'm and, and I'm yes. excited, but it's like I'm not in a rush. I didn't know who she was. I had to look her up. But so that's, that's why problem. I'm like, also, but I knew everyone could, had the most of her You could make a pretty solid yeah. argument that, like, over the last five years, no franchise has been handled better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Than the live-action Spider-Man franchise, right? That even though we've had three, you could be like, oh, maybe the fans are a little exhausted. No, no, no. Like, we would take a Spider-Man movie every other year mm-hmm. for the rest of our lives. And we I would watch a 59-year-old that, right? Tom Holland. Right? We got into the Spider-Man. <laughs> we got across the Spider-Verse yes. coming out next year, speaking yes. of 2023. Which is rumored Beyond to have Spider-verse. Tom Holland in it. Oh, rumor. Beyond the Spider-Verse rumor. is coming out, I think, the year after that, because they did are splitting it up production. into two, yeah. Um, look, I just watched Into the Spider-Verse again this weekend. It's such a good movie. Yeah, it's the perfect uh, I think movie. I think Spider-Man is my favorite character in in all of superhero dumb. and again if you're just yeah, judging halloween mind. halloween <laughs> costumes there's more there's more nine-year-old kids walking around in spider-man costumes than all other heroes combined right? go, go to comic cons yeah there are always variations of spider-man everywhere more than anything who's popular that year yeah, I it, saw I saw fifteen cords this year for really. How? No, you didn't. He's, oh, he's I was gonna say I saw a lot of uh, Black I, Panthers. I love this, especially like this is like when you say there's like a rumor this is happening. Like it's still a pretty quiet rumor. Yeah. This isn't mm. like getting reported into the big publications. It's kind of you know whispers here and there. Like if this does get announced, I mean it's gonna be huge. Of course, right? And like in the casting. Because they did give themselves an out to not have Badalon and yes. Zadaya, right? Like, so, like, to confirm that they're in it would also be a huge announcement. Even right? Revelori, people have been asking him, Tony Revelori, about yeah. it. And, you know, he's just like, yeah, whatever happens. Because, again, Flash is in MIT as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Hey, uh, sorry we didn't get some more of your super chats. We started we started late. That, <laughs> a little bit I, late. I, I, well, I technically, we started on time, but then we <laughs> you, also started you guys late. Were late. Um, are there a few? I can't read. <laughs> I can't, oh, okay, we've got uh, Claudine Vasquez, <laughs> Bucky Barnes, ATL. We always appreciate you. you. Tra- trash bag, uh, Samil Battenfeld, Christian Unpronounceable from the Great White North up there. We appreciate you, Christian. Uh, Zeals Me. Ooh, that's a new one. I like that name. And uh, uh, how do you pronounce it? The guy's name? Perry Club. Oh, Jay. Jamie Riley. Jamie, Jamie Riley. Riley. You have a trick name that always uh, makes me miss. MJ2997, uh, Randy Clamola. Uh, thank you to everybody who sent in Super Chats today. We were we were up against. We had so much to talk about. We were off. We had so much to for talk about. Because um, we were off for a week. But come we'll back. We'll be here every day this week, yeah. won't we, John? Hell yeah. We have a lot. We still didn't even cover everything. I know. I teased Kang in an unlikely uh, uh, movie. I forgot we didn't. We <laughs> bumped that story to, to tomorrow. It's Blade. Come back for that. Ooh. Uh, it's not what? It's not <laughs> uh, unlikely. Unlikely. Blade. Um, um, hey, enter that contest to win the uh, the vest from Epic Hero that's in the uh, description of this video. Hit like and subscribe if you already have yeah, it already. That'd be dope. Uh, we appreciate you. Come see us at LA Comic Con this Sunday. And uh, thank you so much for watching. Yeah, thank you guys yeah. for being here. Stick around on the channel. We got some cool stuff coming out this week. Tomorrow, Glass Onion Ending Explained. Uh, Wednesday, there's a Rick and Morty breakdown. On Friday, Jessica wanted to talk about Big Quest. Well, I forgot what was happening on Thursday. I don't know what's happening on Thursday. <laughs> I did there. We'll, we'll I, be I'm here, sure though. It's we'll a be here. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.